This is Talking Trades. Welcome listeners to episode one of Talking Trades, the podcast that takes you through the world of trades in New England and beyond. I am your host, Chris Levesque, owner of New Horizon Media Inc., where the new is NU. This is a special episode because it's our kickoff to the journey in the worlds of trades and more. I want to welcome our first guest, David Miller, owner of the Persnickety Painters LLC. David, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. Okay, can I just say how fun it is to say persnickety? Yes, you may. Persnickety. <laughs> it's just a fun word to nice. say. I love it. Nice. It is a, it's, a, it's a long one. It's a tongue twister sometimes, and uh, it makes for very cramped business cards, but uh, people seem to like it for the most part, people who understand what it means. Can, can you fit it all on one standard size business card? Yeah, barely. Barely? Yeah. <laughs> it's a long email address, you know, everything. I have to spell it all out for people, but, you know, it, it, uh, it describes us to a T. Yeah. Now, David, you're native to Byfield, Massachusetts, correct? That's correct. And but now you're a Granite Stater. Yeah, I, yeah. I know, I'll know. I know I'll never be accepted fully by uh, true native New Hampshire's, but I'm, New Hampshire rights. But I've been here 30 years or so. So what is it? What is it like? A, like a five year? You have to stay here five years to be considered a Granite Stater? Is that the rule? I don't know. I oh, think it I'm is. good. Then. I feel like it is. It might be. I'm good. I, poof, <laughs> I blew that. Yeah, away. you're much. You're way beyond that. No, I'm styling. That, if that's the case. So why Persnickety as the name of your business? Well, it really, it describes us to a T. Um, we are, in the work we do, we are house painters and primarily residential. And the work that we do, um, we're very particular about it. We are uh, Persnickety, we're fussy. And it goes from uh, the initial preparation process uh, to the application of the paint to the cleanup process at the end. Everything we do, we, we, we are very thorough uh, and very finicky, very picky about what we do. And uh, we hope it shows in the end result. Um, it's a word that it's a little unusual and uh, it's a little bit, it catches people sometimes by surprise. But I think it, there's, I can't think of a better word to describe our company. Now, you weren't always a painter, correct? At one time, you were mm. a financial advisor? Yeah, that's correct. I um, was in the financial services business for oh, about a dozen years. I spent time uh, with Fidelity, with uh, Charles Schwab, with TD Ameritrade. Um, I took my, I put myself through school, uh, painting houses during the day and mm-hmm. uh, and doing school at night. And when I finished up, I figured I should put that business degree to uh, some sort of use. So I went into the corporate world for about a dozen years. And uh, uh, after about uh, 12 years, I went back to what I really enjoyed. You know, it was something, uh, it, was, it was a detour that uh, I enjoyed and I learned a lot. Uh, but it wasn't really my passion. It wasn't me. I felt like I was putting on a suit and just kind of faking it. You know, it wasn't really who I am personally. So that's when you decided to start your own business? Yeah, that's really how it worked out. Um, I'd always, like I said, I, I painted for another painter to put myself through school and uh, while, I, while I was doing night classes. And we ended up uh, uh, going into the financial services. And then when I got out of there, um, I said, you know what? I, I'm going to go back to do, doing something I really enjoy. And that's what painting was for me. So that was your line in the sand? Yeah, it really it was. Um, the financial services job was uh, was interesting. And I did learn a lot. 
but it, um, after the financial crisis in 2008, I started to realize it just wasn't for me. I saw a lot of corruption, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on that didn't really appeal to me in the financial services business. So there, certainly there are a lot of good people in that business for sure. Um, but uh, the overall trend was, was not encouraging. And it, again, I felt like it just wasn't me. So I, I, I went back to something that I truly enjoyed and uh, I could spend the days doing something that I uh, was passionate about. Now, what do people misunderstand the most about you? Uh, well, you know, about the business, it's, 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 again, it's, it's, it's the name persnickety. You know, most people, uh, if they know what it means, they love it. And, uh, but people, uh, a lot of people see that name, they don't know what it means. I, had actually, I actually had a guy work for me once a couple years ago. Nice kid, um, younger guy, and uh, he did good work. He had a carpentry background, but he, he did pretty well with painting as well. But uh, after he had worked for me for a good two months, he looked at me one day and said, you know, Dave, is well, what's this persnickety thing all about? Is, is that your last name? <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. David Persnickety. Yeah, no, it's not my last name. Um, but so that's, uh, yeah, it's pretty common misunderstanding. Um, it's, it really comes down to the name. What do people misunderstand about you as a painter? Mm. You know, I, I think a lot of people look at painting, and it's, I get it. You know, unless you've done it professionally or, or done it, uh, you know, more than a few times around your house, you, you don't necessarily understand the process and what goes into painting. Um, there's there's really a, a a number of steps. Let's face it, it, it's not, you know, it's not rocket surgery, right? I mean, it's it's not. Uh, it doesn't take a degree to be able to be a good painter, but it does take some experience and, and some good practices. And I don't think people necessarily understand that completely. Um, you know, from, from the first steps, from preparation, from surface protection, we, you know, we put down paper around uh, the exterior of a room, the perimeter of a room. We do a lot of sanding. We do a surprising amount of sanding. I've got a, a, a very expensive dust extractor, which helps keep you know, the dust down around the house, because there's always dust that we create when we're doing all that sanding. So there's a lot of steps. The, the sanding is important, um, you know, repairing the patches in the walls, the holes in the walls and the imperfections, uh, getting everything right to, to take paint and, and give a good, clean, finished result. That takes a lot of effort. And not everybody realizes that. They think, yeah, you know, my cousin, you know, my cousin could paint this living room in an afternoon for a six pack of beer and, and and maybe he could, you know, he could change the color of the wall, but in the end, it would probably look like your cousin painted the wall for a six pack of beer. What's your favorite story to tell about yourself? Well, I honestly don't talk about myself a whole heck of a lot, but I will, I will tell you something that's pretty exciting to me. All right. All right. I have, I think we've come to a, a, a really exciting juncture in our business. I, uh, I used to work by myself and was the Persnickety painter. And that went uh, for a number of years. And it was great. I was working by myself and that was fine. Um, I ran across a friend of mine just on Facebook who was posting uh, some, you know, some posts about wanting to do some painting work. And uh, a friend I hadn't seen in a long time. So I reached out to him. You know what? I, I was busy at the time and it was in the spring. And we were booked up pretty, uh, I was booked up pretty full. I said, you know, I, I could use some help this week. You know, are, are you free? I, you want to come over and help me out? 
and that was two and a half years ago. He's, he's worked with me every day since. Um, so about last year, I'd say uh, about a year and a half ago, after working with, with John uh, for a time, I, I realized, you know, this is not just about, about me, the Prashnikini painter. This is, this is, this is going to be something bigger, something that can go beyond uh, just me and, and my truck and my trailer. It, this can be something that can grow and, and last and um, maybe survive beyond just, just me. I'd like to build that. Uh, so we've, I changed the name to the Prashnikini Painters instead of the Prashnikini Painter. I know it's not a big change. It's just, it's just a consonant, just an extra letter on the end. But um, it symbolizes the fact that it's not just about me anymore. It's about... Um, building a company that, that can grow and, and thrive without me. So, to get to the, my point... GET TO THE POINT! The, the, the Stinkity Painters um, are growing. We've got two full-time people now. We've got John, we've got Karen. They're fantastic at what they do. And I was able to leave a job that we had started and go do a couple estimates during the day. There's a, a farmhouse uh, out in Manchester. Uh, on the eastern part of Manchester, and uh, I went out for a couple hours doing estimates, doing a couple other things. I came back, and the room was done, and it looked incredible. They had done a fantastic job, and I had very little to do with it. It was so exciting um, to, to kind of hit that point where, no, it's not just about me. It's about the company. It's about doing something that's beyond just me, and, and these guys are are doing a fantastic job and just being able to come back after being away and just, just we just helped I just helped them clean up um, and the customer was super happy that was that was a, I felt like a real turning point and it was really exciting for me now after you just told me that that great story that must make you feel inspired oh for sure for sure I mean there's no question about it the uh, you know I got into this without any big master plan to turn into a uh, a painting business a corporation llc i i didn't just come as just doing something that i enjoyed and uh i went for years just working through referrals you know friends and family and they would send me to their friends and family and we just grew that way for years and that was great you know but um just kind of turning that corner into something that could potentially grow into something bigger and beyond just me was is uh it's real inspiring, you know. It, it, just seeing that ha starting to happen is uh, is a real exciting time. Now, I'd like to talk a little bit about the industry for a minute. Sure. So, the Prashnikity Painters are located out of Manchester, New Hampshire. That's correct. Uh, and is listed by the Facebook page to serve Manchester, Bedford, Merrimack, Hooksit, Londonderry, Litchfield, Auburn, Derry, and Goffstown. Sure, that's a that's about accurate. Um, I'll I'll tell you. We, uh, that's our, our, our core area. If you draw a circle, you know, around Manchester, that's basically where we like to go. We do make exceptions, you know, depending on the timing and if it's a customer that we've worked with before, that sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. first, we'll be going up to Warner next week, which is actually uh, a little bit outside your bubble. That's about yeah, it is outside the bubble for sure. And, uh, but you know, the, the timing is right. So, uh, we'll, we'll do that on occasion. Um, we don't usually come up to South Canada here where you are, <laughs> but. <laughs> We're willing to, like I said, for uh, you know, for the for, if it makes sense as far as timing and for the right person. So there we go, listeners. So Concord, New Hampshire, is South Canada, yeah, according to the Prashnikini painters. It's basically, <laughs> basically, Southern Canada. Why does it matter how a home or a business is painted? <clears throat> well, it, it, you only make 
you get one chance to make a, a good first impression. And as a business, having uh, an appearance that is that is neat and tidy, uh, looks professional, uh, I think says a lot uh, to people. And as well as your home, you know, if you if you have people over, you you like to present uh, a home that that looks good and presentable. And it's, it's a great way to also to express your personality, right? If you want to do some something that's a little bit different, something that's a little unique, you can do so with paint. Uh, it's, it's a pretty simple investment to really personalize. Uh, your home or your or your business are you strictly residential or commercial or a little bit of both uh, we do we do primarily residential when I uh, was on my own that's pretty much all I did was uh, probably 99.9% residential and, and we really enjoy it I mean that's where we thrive uh, you know I, I love uh, it's, a, it's a real privilege to, to be invited into people's homes for you know days sometimes weeks at a time uh, you get to know people really well, and it's it's really cool. That's probably one of the aspects I enjoy most about it is just getting to know people and uh, you're spending time with them. And you know, you're in their in, in their bedroom, you'll spend hours in their bedroom and their bathroom, and yeah, you know, that's a kind of a unique position. Um, and you get to know people well, and I really enjoy that. But you know, I'm not a, uh, we're not opposed to looking at commercial stuff uh, to some degree, but our bread and butter certainly is is residential right now for sure. Now, on the good old World Wide Web internet, there is a there is a video floating around Uh-oh. that was put on by or that was filmed by Mr. Edward Rivera of Ion Electrical. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. <laughs> and you talked about that fancy that fancy sander that you mm, have. Yeah. How, how many views are you up to right now on that? Last I checked, it was around twenty two thousand views, something like that. Wow. Was, yeah. Twenty two thousand sure views. For some reason, it took off. I think. Uh, Facebook has its way of pushing certain things. I don't know, but it was just a, it was, it was really actually kind of a neat video because Ed captured it really nicely. Just the, the unique, uh, the tool is, that I use is, is, is a Festool wall sander, and it's got a 360 degree light around the head of it, of the sanding head. So when I go through and, and prepare walls for customers, it highlights you know every nook, every cranny, every imperfection on the wall as we go. What we do is we actually have a, uh, some colored chalk that we mark every bit on the wall that needs to be repaired because uh, there's no time that you'll ever see a wall better than when you go over it with that that 360 degree light on the sander so we give it a good sand we highlight all the imperfections on the wall then we can come back and identify all the areas that need a little bit of spackle or, or mud or whatever kind of repair and we sand it and, and apply the paint so uh that was really neat that he was able to capture that that tool so uh uh, I mean, so well. I, I've tried to do it on my own with a, a, you know, a camera on a stand, and it hasn't come out as well. As, as <laughs> I did. He did a great job. Now, what underrated tools are indispensable for your work besides yeah, I, that painter? I mean, that certainly sander. that festival has, has changed my business. I, mean, I think about, you know, how we used to do it. I used to show up and used to pull out a pole sander. You know, one of those little. Uh, put the piece of sandpaper on the on the square and, and you know push it up and down on the wall and it you know it did its job it, it sanded the wall but uh first of all it created a lot of dust uh if, especially if you had made any repair with mud there's just tons of dust floating around um, the festival not only has a phenomenal sander but it attaches to a dust extractor so that it captures probably 99 percent of the of the uh, 
of the mud dust that's floating around. So it, it keeps the home really clean, which is good for us as, as workers there. It's good for you as a homeowner uh, because there's no dust floating around that you have to wipe off when we're gone. So um, it's, it's a really indispensable tool. But besides that, is what you're asking. Besides that, besides <laughs> that tool. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, so, it's so sad, but um, there's a tool that's called the five-in-one tool. And every painter owns one, or they or they should. Uh, it's basically uh, it's like a little knife, but it, it's got a curve to it, so you can clean up your rollers with it. Uh, I use it. I call it the five hundred and one tool because I use it for for everything all day long, from opening cans to closing cans. I've got one that has a little razor built on the back end of it because we're always cutting cutting things, you know, the the ends of caulking tubes and all that sort of thing so it, it's an indispensable tool for me i have it on my person uh i usually end up realizing i still have it on me when i'm about to get in the shower because it's, it's, it's on me all the time what's the biggest challenge that the persnickety painters are facing right now and how are you overcoming it well i'll tell you the uh i think that the, the challenge as we grow is just keeping on on top of uh, different challenges that come come at us. Uh, as I said, I you know I started out uh, just by myself, a sole proprietor. I would just go job to job and you know referral to referral. It's a pretty pretty good way to go about things and not not a bad life. But as we start to grow, um, you know we end up talking to more and more people. And and now I've got a couple people that are depending on me to to keep them busy. And uh, so we need we need to implement. Uh, better systems, you know, systems where we're able to follow up with people consistently and appropriately. Um, and I've not always been able to keep on top of it. I used to write up one estimate at a time, just type it up on my computer, mail it out to the client, and I could do that when it was, you know, just one or two a week. But now we're, we're, we're visiting with more and more people, and that's just too, too time-consuming. Um, so there is, you know, good technology um, that will combine a way to personalize each estimate and yet without repeating a lot of the same stuff that can be that doesn't need to be repeated or it doesn't need to be written out each time um, so I've uh, continued to work on implementing that technology uh, in fact we've I've just changed over our customer uh, customer service portal uh, to a new service so that I can be better on top of that and it actually includes it it's called a customer portal so that our customers can, or our clients can log in and actually see the, the progress on the job. If they're away, for example, and, and we can post pictures, we can post updates and keep the client um, involved in the process. There'll be a schedule that they can view um, to see how long the job should take. And Oh, that's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, I've wanted to do something like this for years. I, I, I try to build my own um, I, and I like technology, but I'm not that clever that I could uh, actually build my own. <laughs> I, I'm just not that clever, or nor, nor do I have that much time. So, I've uh, we've we've moved into this system, which is I think going to be. I literally just started last week, and uh, so we'll see how it goes. But I'm I'm really optimistic about it. We'll have to have you back to check on see how that system's going. For sure, for sure. What are some industry hacks that you can tell our listeners? when choosing to hire a contractor or maybe a DIYer that's kind of looking for some insights? Mm, that's a good question. I, you know, I don't know if it's a hack or not, but my first suggestion when talking about, you know, hiring painters or contractors in general is if you're, if you're home 
this is it's pretty important. If your home is old, was built before 1978, uh, you really should make sure that the contractor that you talk to is lead certified by the EPA, EPA. Mm. Um, because you know some of the older homes have lead paint in them, and if you go if you start disturbing that and you don't know what you're doing, you can create a lot of lead dust that floats around the air. Uh, you know, lead chips that kids love to to pick up and eat, which is not a good thing. Uh, so it's important that you, that your contractor um, be certified with the EPA um, uh, before you hire them. So that's a, that's always a really good question to ask. And the the other thing I would say about hiring a contractor is uh, always always make sure you tell them that that you're uh, talking to a couple other people as well. Uh, that does a couple things. First, it, it keeps the contractor uh, price conscious when they're putting together their bid for you. You know, you should, they should just keep them honest, uh, keep them on their toes. Um, and secondly, it allows you to ask good questions. You know, so if you if you have a couple proposals to look over, you say, well, all right, this this contractor mentioned this particular piece of the job and the, the other person didn't mention that. I, I wonder if they're going to do that too. So it, it allows you to ask good follow-up questions of, of the contractor. I mean, we're, we're all pretty busy and a lot of us do our estimates, you know, we work all day doing the job, we get home and have dinner, put the kids to bed, and, and then we start tackling doing estimates. And by then it's, it's pretty late, you know, and we make mistakes, we'll leave things out, or at least I do uh, occasionally. And so uh, it, it's don't be afraid to have follow-up questions. Don't just look at the price and and say yay, yay or nay. Just have follow-up questions. Make sure you're, you're you fully understand the proposal of what your contractor is proposing. Don't be afraid to follow up with them. And then finally, don't just automatically go with the cheapest price. Try to compare apples to apples. You know, understand people, there are all kinds of different things, different ways of doing things. Make sure that uh, your contractor is going to be thorough and, and, and explain each step to you so you, that you really understand the process. Because some people will take shortcuts, shortcuts to, to get a, a better or cheaper price. And so you don't want to just, just grab the cheapest one. You really should understand the process. Do your best to compare apples to apples. Well, that's a great answer. And that kind of segues into, into my next question. And uh, <clears throat> so I asked everybody that comes on the podcast, professionally, what sets you apart from other painters? Yeah, it's, a, it's an important question. And, and really what it comes down to, and I think we sum it up in the name, uh, persnickety. Uh, we're not there just to, uh, we go in and, and we do a really good job from start to finish. We're, we're really fussy about what we do. And, uh, you know, we're not there just to grab a check and go. Um, yeah, we need to build a business. We need to do it a certain way and, uh, and, and run things in a certain way. But uh, we really try uh, to make sure that the customer is super thrilled and, and really happy with the end result. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure everyone says that, but we, we, we really truly, you know, do mean it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's what it comes down to the most. What's one thing that your business did that you did, did that you didn't expect? Yeah, you know, like I said, I started out, like I said, as a sole proprietor, just doing my own thing, just working and, and painting pe for people that I knew. And uh, that was fine. I, I did not expect to be in this point right now. Uh, that was, it was not a, a master plan. 
I didn't sit down one day and say, all right, this is, I'm going to build an empire of persnickety painters. That was not the thing. And, uh, but to, I've gotten this far, and it's, we're just beginning, but, but to have come this far, uh, it's both surprising and, and really exciting. It's the most exciting thing I've done. It really is. Uh, just not only, I enjoy the work and I enjoy that part of it, but, but building something that can potentially grow and, and last beyond me I mean, that, that really is exciting to me. Uh, so I don't know if it's surprising is the right word, but it, it wasn't expected. It wasn't a master plan. And to see it come around and uh, kind of evolve organically as it has, has been really just, just a lot of fun. The best time of my life, really. Well, David, thank you for being our first guest on the Talking Trades podcast. My pleasure. If listeners have any questions or would like to get a quote from you, how can they contact you? Yeah, the best way, uh, you can reach me directly at david at thepersnicketypainters is my email address. You can also give us a call at 603-941-4942. We've got a Google profile under The Persnickety Painters. And, uh, and I also, as mentioned, we just set up a new account with house.com. It's H-O-U-Z-Z.com. And uh, we are hopefully going to be one of the featured... Uh, painters on house.com uh, real soon so there will be regular updates there and of course our, our Facebook page we try to keep that updated as well facebook.com slash the persnickety painters I believe is the address for that and having some great exciting content being posted on there I, trying. just in closing um, you have some wonderful news I believe right I do. so persnickety painters is getting there, is moving into a specific oh, location. Yes, thank you for asking. And, and that really is exciting. I, I can't tell you how excited I'm about that. I've been uh, working out of my garage for, uh, for, for a bunch of years, well, since I've been doing this. And it's just a, we bought the house when I was in uh, financial services and it's just a one car, simple garage. It was not made for a contractor, that's for sure. And uh, just a simple one-car garage. And as we grow, there's just there's just more tools, more equipment, more this and more that. It has outgrown my one-car garage uh, by a long shot, a long time ago. So uh, I've actually uh, sent in, signed a lease. Uh, so October 1st, we will be moving to East Industrial Drive in the great town of Manchester, New Hampshire. And uh, so we're going to have an actual real office. We're going to have... a, a a contractor bay where we can bring stuff in and store some of the tools and all the other equipment. So I am, I am super excited about that. Now, will listeners be able to go there? You know what? I, I think it would be super cool to have visitors. I don't anticipate uh, lines at the door, but I would love to have people. I'm actually, I don't know. Is this a good idea? Have some sort of grand opening? I think so. You know, I, I think we should And what better that. to have the talking trades there at your grand opening? There's an idea. Yeah. A fantastic idea. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So all right, don't put it on your calendar yet because I don't have a date, but it's available oh, October you 1st. You said October 1st Is, could be well, the grand I, opening. I, that's what <laughs> not to put you on spot. That's when I get a key. That's when I get a key. So, you know, I, it's probably not the best time to have people over. We'll schedule a grand opening. Yeah. We'll have to, you know, maybe paint the walls first or something. Right. <laughs> so listeners make sure you keep uh, your eyes peeled to the facebook page of the persnickety painters and new horizon media inc for the grand opening announcement awesome 
All right. Well, Dave, listen, I would love to have you back on my on my on the show Great. here again to see how much you've grown uh, since this podcast and to see, you know, we'll see you at the grand opening, but maybe you'll grow even hopefully even more from the, from on. there. What's going on? Great. I'd love to keep you updated. I really appreciate you having me. Uh, this is this has been really fun. Thanks so much for coming on. Listeners, that's our show for this week. I hope you enjoyed listening all about the Persnickety Painters. Please reach out to David if you have any painting needs. As always, I am your host, Chris Levesque, owner of New Horizon Media Inc., where the new is NU. Please go onto our social media Instagram, Facebook, and threads to give a like and follow for updates and behind the scenes. Please leave a five-star review if you're feeling generous over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And until next time, keep on talking trade.